0: Thank you for downloading the Barbecue Central Show. The Barbecue Central Show is supported in part by these great sponsors. The Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic pit temperature control devices and barbecue pits. Their website is thebbqguru.com. Also, Butcher Barbecue, maker of injections, rubs, and sauces. Their website is butcherbbq.com. And by Big Papa Smokers, your one-stop online shop for anything in the barbecue and grilling industry. To include World Championship winning rubs, their website, BigPapaSmokers.com. And by CookShack, maker of pellet and electric cookers. You can visit them at CookShack.com. Also, Chops Power Injector System. Three different size injectors to choose from. Find out more at BarbecueKansasCity.com. And that's Barbecue, B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E. And by Pit Barrel Cooker, one of the most unique and versatile cookers out there on the market. Visit them at pitbarrelcooker.com. And by Smithfield, the biggest name in pork, bringing you great opportunities this barbecue season. Get Smokin' with Smithfield and their grant program and committed cooks program. Learn more at smokinwithsmithfield.com. And by Green Mountain Grills, some of the finest pellet cookers on the market. Their website, greenmountaingrills.com. Also, by Cookin' Pellets, manufacturer of wood pellets to fire wood pellet cookers. Their website is cookinpellets.com. You can also purchase on amazon.com as well. And finally, by Unknown Barbecue Supply, makers of lid hinges, chimney grillers, and much more. You can visit their website, unknownbbq.com shop. Use promo code REMPY for 15% off your entire order.
1: This is Jennifer Paulinus from Charlotte, North Carolina, and this is Barbecue Central.
0: So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood.
2: Are you sure you say whatever?
0: We put the lighter fluid on, strike
2: the match, and... Oh.
0: Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All right, good evening, and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling, broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening. We are jam-packed. Last-minute ad within the last hour or so, so very excited to talk to our 1014 guests. We'll
3: get into that here in a second. If you want to get in touch with the show, here's how you do it. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216 220 966 Email Greg at com On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQ at bbqcentralshow.
0: Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening. Coming up in about 13 minutes from now, it's usually the third Tuesday of the month guest. However, not this week.
3: Get that big step out of here.
0: Barbecue Hall of Famer Steven Reichland is in air right now, literally in a plane, going to destinations unknown. As we know, no names, please rule one of the show. Uh, there's probably another rule that says, and we're not going to be talking about where he might be because some of you are loony. And especially if you've been keeping up with the news here in Cleveland, <laughs> I'm not going to tell anybody anything. Anymore. You never know. But filling in for Steven Reikland, a heavyweight in his own right, both in the pit making and the contest putting oning and in the competition scene, KCBS board member, too, by the way, Randall Bowman, 914. And then at 935, she is a... Regular contributor to this show. I almost say monthly, but it it usually goes a month or two or sometimes three. There's been as long gusts as up to six where we don't see her, but she's back in. We're going to be talking a little Memphis in May coming up, amongst some other things. Fame barbecue and grilling blogger Robin Lindars. The Grill Girl is in at 9.35. And then we'll move to the second hour at 10.14. This is the... Late add to the show. He is a fit griller. He is the Sam's Club tour director now for the fourth season. And uh, we'll be talking about the first uh, locals wrapping up, heading into the first regional final in Las Vegas this coming weekend. Michael McDearman, McDee, as we call him here on this show, at 10.14. And then helping me close out the show tonight at 10.35, she is the Snake River Farms... Beef maven, if you will. Free steak on call, by the way. Anella Kelso will be joining us in what I believe is a Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update.
3: A Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update.
0: She'll be talking about the Snake River Farms Brisket Challenge. We'll go in kind of at a, at a high level. Well, we might get into the weeds a little bit on that. Dig down, see what it is all about, how you can qualify, what you might win. But more importantly, the exclusive news update, and if I'm speaking out of school, I apologize if, ever, if the dates have already been announced, but I believe they're being announced here or the locations. We will be announcing on this show tonight where the Snake River Farms Brisket Challenge locations will be this competition season. Right here on the Really Big Barbecue Show. How about that? If you want to get in touch with the show, I'm more than happy to have you. Fit in where you get in, 216-220-0966. Email greg at Show.com. And we will have no less than two separate winners for the Snake River Farms Wagyu T-Bone Steaks, both weighing in at about two pounds per. Oh, Nellie. My mathematics might be wrong, but if one steak is two pounds, hold on, let me get my pen up. If one steak is two pounds, and then the other steak that you get is two pounds, two plus two, carry the three, that's 785,000 pounds of T-bone steak per winner, give or take a couple hundred thousand pounds. So we will get one winner that gets two which is a total of four, but two pounds each of the Wagyu T-bone steaks, and then we will get another winner who will get a pair of two-pound T-bone steaks. About 170 bucks for your retail value, right there. You can go to SnakeRiverFarms.com if you don't feel lucky and buy your own. Why not? Also, you know, Easter was this past weekend, but there's many Mother's Day coming up. A lot of Great holidays, whether you think they're card holidays or real holidays or whatever, and maybe you don't want beef, you don't want a prime rib, you don't want other steaks. They have a great selection of caribou to pork products as well. My favorite, the bone-in ham, which is special occasion ham, as we call it here in the Rempey household. But if you've never had one and you're willing to shell out a little bit or you're willing to save for a little while, this is a special event ham that you will not be disappointed with. So check him out at SnakeRiverFarms.com. We'll be giving him away here in the second hour. Or maybe the first hour. It depends. McD won't be the whole ten fourteen segment. We're just going to hit him up real quick because I'm probably pulling him out of high-level discussions with people that are very important. He's also getting ready to, to get on that TV show shortly. If it's not already out, we'll talk to him very briefly about that as well. But what can I tell you? All right. Let everybody know the show's on. Send them to the Facebook slash BBQ Central Show. Send them to OutdoorCookingChannel.com. Slash Watch Dash Now, longtime video syndication partner of the show, or Roku, or the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com, where you can hear the show in live high definition audio, the way that it was meant to be heard, and the show was never meant to be seen. <laughs> Trust me, it was never meant to be seen. So, a lot of you know that I was in Philadelphia this past weekend doing a roadie for the No Names Please nationally. Competitive, <clears throat> and after this weekend, I use that term loosely. But the uh, national level 16U volleyball team is trying like the dickens to qualify for nationals in Minnesota. We last stopped this week, this past weekend, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And here's the question that I have for people that are familiar with the city Philadelphia city people why does your city? Stink. Uh Like, literally, it reeks of bad smell and urine and just unappetizing smells. Like, a lot. Annoyingly so. Uh, I don't catch smells like that when I'm in cities like Chicago or Indy or Louisville or even downtown in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Columbus, Ohio, The state's capital, nowhere else has smelled like this. And this is not a joke. Like, people in Philadelphia and the city own up to that. Like, it, it's a bad news. It is not decent odoriferous emanations that are evolving from right downtown. Now, historic, great tours, wonderful food. And I have to say that, yes, indeed, I was asking for the cheesesteak input, I got a lot of input from a lot of people that don't live in Philadelphia. I got a lot of input from people that do live in Philadelphia or around the general metropolitan area. And I've got like no less than 57 different inputs on where I need to go and places I should avoid. And in the end, after we did not qualify again...
3: Get that out of here.
0: I was like, I've had enough. It's going to be a seven-hour drive home. I just want to leave on Sunday. My wife was like, no, no, no. We're here. We're going to hit up Geno's. Let's get a Philly cheesesteak in, see what it's all about. And I know it's kind of touristy, and Pat's Steaks is like literally across the street. But I have to say, that Philly cheesesteak was tremendous. The beef was good. I got mine wit whiz. If you don't know, they offer it—you know—a bunch of different ways. If you don't like Wit Wiz, they have Wit Provolone, Wit American, the White American, the Orange is Wiz, and the fries were absolutely phenomenal. I was mightily impressed with Geno's and the location and all of that, and a lot of people were down on me for going to Geno's, selling out, going to the tourist trap as they called it. But I have to say. It was delightful. I would go back. I would go back. Next year, if I decide to go back to Philadelphia, and the olfactory sense will be taken into account, we might do the cheesesteak crawl. Geno's, Pat's, Tony Luke's, Sonny's, Joe's. I think there's like a million, right? So that's the review of Philadelphia. Up next this coming weekend, Kansas City, Missouri, baby. Coming to see Plowboys, coming to see Joe's KC, coming to see Slappies. Is it Slappies? All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about the pit barrel cooker. If you're pulling the trigger on a new cooker, I understand it can be nerve wracking sometimes. Temperature control, fire management, what woods to buy, who needs the hassle. Might I strongly suggest the pit barrel cooker? Pit barrel cooker makes it simple and fun. Might be the most unique versatile and easy-use cooker available on the market today. Imagine one that can turn out to be great traditional barbecue meats, but also ramp up and tempt to do burgers, chicken wings, and hot dogs. Versatility all thanks to the revolutionary design that goes beyond traditional convection. Their hook-and-hang method places the food in the center of the heat, so it's acting like a stationary rotisserie. Not only is the pit barrel a fabulous cooking vessel, it's aesthetically sexy as well, built to withstand heat, thanks to its porcelain enamel finish the pit barrel able to withstand any type of weather it's also extremely portable fits in the back of most trucks vans and suvs basically it's just ready to go wherever you are of course they have all the accessories that we always talk about here on this show new out this week stainless steel rub shakers and they are beauties check me out on the instagram if you haven't seen them yet bbq central show on instagram i post pictures they're great Best part of all, for $299, the pit barrel's fully assembled, ready to cook on, and it ships free right to your door. Not only does the cooker ship free, everything they sell ships for free in the lower 48. How about that? The folks at AmazingRibs.com have just awarded it. Now four years in a row, their highest rating, gold division rating, I might add. It's the best cooker ever. What can I tell you? Four years in a row in their gold division? you got to be kidding me. Head on over to pitbarrelcooker.com and see what everybody's talking about. Be sure to check out their full collection of short how-to videos. Pick up one or two for yourself. A great housewarming gift for people if you have some people moving into a new house or maybe you've moved into a new house. You want to make friends with your neighbor? Get him one, too. You're going to be buddies for life. 502-228-1222 is the phone number. That's 502-228-1222. Find out what great customer service is all about at pitbarrelcooker.com. Randall Bowman, out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back.
3: Live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. You love
0: the barbecue, you love to compete, and you love to win, do all three with help from Smithfield. Since 1938, Smithfield has been producing high-quality fresh pork products. And they now invite you to get smoking with Smithfield if you're a competitive barbecue or you can join the Committed Cooks program. Members who commit to cooking with premium, hand-trimmed, Smithfield fresh pork will receive swag and other great prizes. Commit to cooking with Smithfield. See what everybody's talking about on the barbecue circuit. Hit up Smokin'WithSmithfield.com. That's Smokin' with Smithfield.com for all the info I'll have to hit up Emily Detweiler and see what the deal is with uh remaining spots and so forth all right uh, joining me now a pit maker of very high fame he is also a competitive barbecue cook he is also a kCBS board member enough of the small talk let's get right to the hotline and welcome back, friend of the show, Randall Bowman.
4: Think you may hang up or okay. for more oh, options. Right.
0: What, Randall? Hello, hello. All right, there's Randall. Oh, I just hung up the phone and I'm playing the sound effect in my ear. And wouldn't you know, I faked myself out. I'm like, well, I, I know I just hung up the phone. Why is that thing still playing? I don't know. All right, let's hope. maybe I wrote down the. Wrong number here. Maybe I didn't. Blah, blah, blah. Ba, ba, ba. Ba, 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 ba. Okay, now that's right. We'll try them again. I'm going to put it on mute this time because I don't want to sound unprofessional. By the way, I don't know if you saw it or not, but uh, after, you know, it's very hard stringing. You know, one show and then having to take a break for eight weeks. But Chad Ward did have a show. Uh, he'll be off for the next uh, six weeks. <laughs> Randall, are you there, buddy? I am. Hey, how are you? I'm excellent. How are you, it's Randall Bowman? Everybody, Randall Bowman. Everybody. Uh, all right, Woo, lots of uh, different, lots of different places that we need to take one randall bowman here on the show this evening so i guess before we uh do you have a particular place that you want to start out at
2: oh i'm totally up to you oh. I, i'm i'm an open book oh. i you know i don't know if you've got any specific questions or if you want to talk about any topic in particular i'm i'm wide open all right
0: well i sure do so let me start with this let's start with the hard stuff first and work back to the stuff that you actually really like um
2: okay well that sounds wonderful.
0: You know, I've talked with pitmasters over the, I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of been an ongoing conversation for years and years, but I would say over the last, let's say three or so, uh, we talk in depth about team of the year, how it's yes. put together, length of competition season. And I've always been a guy that's like, Hey, let's get one thing right out in the open. Nobody And I mean, nobody should ever disrespect the team or lessen the work that they are putting in during a competition season if they are going to be doing 35-plus events during the course of a calendar year. Do you agree?
2: Oh, gosh. No, yeah. No, not at all. That's uh, that's a a full-time job in itself.
0: Absolutely. So a huge amount of expense, uh, monetarily huge amount of expense, time-wise, which also equals money, all that stuff. So I want to get that right out front. That being said, there isn't a huge, if you look at how many people are registered in KCBS, I don't know what the percentage of people that are just members versus people that are teams, right? but there's got to be a much smaller percentage of teams that are willing to go 35 plus in order to make a team of the year run. So sure. is, is there is there opportunity, is there discussion that is being kind of held in a continuing basis that says, is, is there something that we can alter or offer a multitude of people to, to satisfy different levels, maybe a gold level where you have 30 plus a year, maybe a silver level team of the year where you're between 15 and 25. You know, I mean, we could make up 25 different scenarios if we wanted to, but that's a waste of time. What are your thoughts on something like that? So, you know, and it's not, let's include everybody and everybody gets a participant ribbon and everything like that. But I mean, there are certain levels of competition that people want to do and, uh, I'm wondering what your thoughts sure. are, and what you're hearing from some of the other board members and cooks.
2: Well, you know, and first off, I want everybody to know that that you know, I've been I've been part of KCBS and and, and loosely active in board operations for a number of years, and, and I have to tell you that this is probably the most cohesive board that KCBS has seen, as far as really trying to put effort into working together to find solutions. Um, there's very, very little little infighting. Very few disagreements. There's a lot of compromises and a lot of really good people working together. Uh, and and on top of that, there are some really big things in the works that I think the membership base as a whole are going to be shocked and extremely excited about over the next you know six to twelve months. Um, and and then we'll go right into the team of the year. I, I think you know I hear these arguments from people of. Somebody's out there saying there's only you know 20 teams cooking for team of the year, and I, I don't know what the exact number is of of who's truly cooking for you know for that you know team of the year status. I don't know if it's 20, I don't know if it's 50, I don't know if it's 500, but I know that it's a small percentage that is cooking 35 or more events a year. Um, I think the the window of opportunity is certainly wide open for different levels of people. There are some great cooks that cook. 10 events a year, and probably, you know, I don't want to take away from the guy cooking 35, but there's some that can only cook 10 because of their job and not getting time off or their financial situation. They don't have sponsors supplying a meat or whatever it may be in their situation that, that are not, not as good a cook as some of these guys cooking 35. They're just not in a position that, the, that they can do that, and they certainly need to be rewarded as well for being excellent, uh, far above average cooks. Um, and then it goes back into a financial thing, um, because then you start talking about having to bring in partners who are willing to help fund some of this stuff, and you know sponsors who want to support team of the year programs and prize money, and and there's so many moving parts to any team of the year um, points race that that it'd be great to be able to break it into five or six different divisions and give hundreds of thousands of dollars away. But the reality is we, we as an organization just don't have, you know, $500,000 sitting there ready to, to write checks, to reward everybody. Um, I think there's some things in the works with, with some manufacturers of products uh, for prize monies to pay, to give a product as gifts deeper, even to reward people that have cooked well. Um, I think there's a lot of things in the works you guys will see soon that, that will show you, we are listening. You know, we're not, We're not just 12 guys sitting in a room that are too scared to make a decision. We're actually making a lot of decisions uh, and a lot of big ones that everybody will see. It's just some things can't happen instantly. Um, There's a a method to the madness, uh, per se. You've got to really think all the variables out before you just jump.
0: From a competition season, one of the other continuing conversations that we have here on the show is Basically, you run from January to the end of the year, very long season. Is there an opportunity for more people to participate in a team of the year style cook where they don't have to log 30, 35 plus events, but they have to commit to, let's say, a three-month season or a four-month season instead of a 12-month season?
2: You know, there, there have been a lot of scenarios presented from board members, from committee members, from cooks and just from random almost anonymous emails uh, a lot of these are really really great ideas i think one of the the big uh, stances i took when i ran for board was i think we keep in the past have been putting band-aids on things to just patch them rather than really come up with a solution to try to fix them uh and and i personally want to try to logically think some of these things out and not just jump to try to make a decision but I think there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of things that probably should be looked at a whole lot more in depth uh, and, and a little more pencil to paper put on them to see how feasible they are and if they'll work. And, and, and even more importantly, if as a society we can financially support them past you know year one or year two, because the worst thing we could do is launch a you know, five-division team of the year with X dollars in it and then year three not have any funding and have to change it all again.
0: Randall Bowman joining me here on the show, uh, talking a little KCBS here from a you know from a financials perspective. If a team, if nothing changes and it continues down the same road, the teams put in the time, the effort, the money, and all that stuff, and at the end of the year, they're recognized by the sanctioning organization. But there's very very little reward other than saying that you know X year they were team of the year. They're not on. Today's show, they're not being pimped to Food Network. They're not doing all this other stuff that you know you would like to have. If you're putting in that effort to be now kind of uh, brought out for the public to see and for KCBS to get by and say, "Hey, these are our top guy of the year or top gal of the year," is that being worked on? Is that kind of a misnomer? What is that about?
2: No, all of all of it's being worked on. I mean, you know, and like I said, I I wish financially we could give a lot more and, and had more. Uh, ability to give, you know, even even more perks as far as, you know, TV deals and agents and connecting them with the right people and things like that. And and I think this will all come in time because I do think that some of the moves that are being made will will enable us to offer more towards our membership base. Um, you know, it, it, with the international programs growing, with the kids cue programs growing, with television changing uh our sport as a whole. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of other doors open. Uh, you know, companies like Smithfield uh, just in the last couple of years have, have shown much more interest in not just, you know, team of the year and things like that, but individual teams um, and individual events. I mean, you look at the grant program that they rolled out this year and look at the the commitment to cooks that they've done and, and you know, they're getting it and they see where, where this can go. And I think that they're at the forefront. I think you're going to see other large companies recognize this and come in. We are, we are a huge consumer demographic that, by all marketing standards, is probably the most ideal consumer segment in the United States. And, and you know, anybody that has a disposable income that, that most of our average members do to go spend, you know, 800 to $1,200 a weekend to cook a barbecue contest for a chance really at this point to win, a, you know, a ribbon and a small check. Um, is a is a pretty good consumer to have loyal to your brand.
0: Randall, I think there's a unique dichotomy that is in competition barbecue right now. I think that you still continue to see growth to some degree with new teams coming in, and, and there's a lot of organizations that are part and parcel to, to KCBS like a NEBS or you know a Mid-Atlantic or some of these types of organizations really looking to, to bring new teams in and help grow the sport. But from a TV side, uh, and maybe it's just my opinion, but I have to believe that as you you don't see it on TV as much anymore or you see it kind of tweaked out into some weird chopped situation. I think there's a tired palette of TV right now, and I don't know where the next wave of making it cool again or keeping people's interest is. Do you worry that well, I, that it's kind of growing a little tired on the TV I, side?
2: I, I think I think right now what we're seeing is that I think when it comes to the traditional barbecue pitmaster style show that we've had over the last few years, I think that segment is dying. I think just with the number of shows being cast right now, uh, the number of barbecue personalities getting primetime TV commercials, uh, I think the number of cookbook deals and and the biggest segment right now is kids cooking shows uh that is a massive segment that's being cast by every major network all over the place uh and it's all based around food sport and and keep in mind when i talk about tv things, i'm not just talking about just straight kcbs for meat type stuff you know grilling a hamburger on a on a propane grill is good for for barbecue sport as, as a whole too and i think that you're I don't think we've hit the peak yet. Uh, I am concerned we will hit the peak at some point, but I think we've got a ways to go.
0: Randall Bowman joining me here on the show. Uh, Randall, do you think that there should be a requirement of KCBS teams to be members of the KCBS in order to take part in KCBS events?
4: You know, that's
0: I do, kind of been I a do by the way.
2: Amongst it's been a, it, that's been a discussion amongst cooks, organizers, board members. And, and I see both sides of that. Um, my view is I don't necessarily think you should be have to be a member to be a to cook at a KCBS contest, but I think certain benefits of being a KCBS member should maybe not just be readily available for free. Um, you know, simple things, the, the the detailed score sheet that we give out. I think that should be something privileged for a member. Um, little things like that. I think there should be a lot more information on our website. I think there should be a lot more membership uh, perks for our membership base, which is one thing we're working hard to do. Um, I, I think that we have to create more value to the membership to make it to the point where, you know, your question doesn't even come up because you want to be a KCBS member to cook a KCBS contest because of all the perks that come along with it.
0: Randall Bowman joining me here on the show, talk to KCBS. Uh, Randall, let me transition out of that and we can pick up a KCBS discussion again, next segment that we have you on. Uh, Also, you are in the business of barbecue making pits. Uh, Where does that stand with you right now? And what are you hoping to accomplish here in 2017?
2: Well, you know, barbecue, the barbecue smoker business is, is amazingly busy. Um, We stay as busy as we possibly can. We're, we're about ten weeks out on orders right now, wow. um, which I, I would say is probably, from what I've you know from other manufacturers I've talked to, is is right in the realm with a lot of them. Um, you know, we we kind of all talk those of us that are, are close enough to to be around each other, and you know, we are all kind of amazed the amount of money that keeps being spent on on smokers because you know, especially in in my situation, you're, I'm I'm not talking about a you know eight or nine hundred dollar smoker. We're talking four and five thousand dollars and more. And we're certainly not having any customers shy away from buying them. Uh, and we, you know, we're in year five now, and we've never not had some some orders sitting, you know, ready to go. Um, the international stuff is is getting big. Uh, we get contacted almost daily by someone internationally. Uh, we ship on a regular basis somewhere internationally. Um, so I, I think that's going to be a huge segment we see. Uh, in our industry too, is is everything overseas?
0: What's the website for people to hit up if they want to check out your smokers? It is DeepSouthSmokers with an S dot com. Are you are you surprised at the amount of international Garner that everybody's getting from a you know from an American manufacturer's standpoint? I saw a lot of it at the HPB Expo. Uh, a lot of yeah. uh, you know Europeans that are really uh, catching bad pun but catching fire with this and really trying to take it to the next level
2: well i think it kind of goes back to you know barbecue is is kind of america's cuisine uh at least in our variation of it and i think a lot of these um foreign countries want to be want to be able to cook american barbecue and i think that they have seen the tv shows over the years and they work it they look at some of these things and they want the best they can buy and unfortunately some of these countries don't have the technology or the ability to build some of the stuff we do or the experience. I mean, you know, just smoker manufacturers alone, in my home state of Georgia, I mean, we've got six or seven that are nationally known, you know, smoker manufacturers yeah. that are all building smokers that are successful on a professional barbecue circuit. Um, so you see these these foreign guys come over in, in, in awe and amazement of, of some of the technology we build into ours, and, and they want that. Um, we get a lot of guys fighting to be the first one in their country to have one, um, uh, you know, I, I sold a couple to Australia a few years ago and there were two different people fighting to see who could get theirs first. Cause they wanted to have the first one in, in the country.
0: Not a bad position to be in, right?
2: No, no, not at all. And, and it's really neat because the, the excitement level, uh, and, and the competition, cause the, the contest for the most part. Overseas are not high dollar ones. I mean, they're not having these thirty and forty and fifty thousand dollar contests like we have in some parts of America. So I mean, it really is kind of back to the passion of of just the competitive nature and wanting to cook.
0: Randall Bowman is on the board of the KCBS. I can be found at KCBS.us. Also making really great pits. You can find them at DeepSouthSmokers.com. Randall, always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for coming up. Always. That's Randall Bowman, right there. How about uh, answering some real questions that I've been talking with pitmasters about?
3: All guests on the Barbecue Central show appear via the Smithfield hotline. Yummy.
0: So, and I think it's about time, uh, you know, we get back to that every month, maybe once every other month, once a, at least once a quarter visit from KCBS. I'm Getting a good vibe from Randall. I've exchanged emails with him over the last handful of months. He's always been very reactive, very open to coming on. So, uh, you know, I don't. I, I struggle with team of the year because I think that it's uh, it, it is pinned towards a very small percentage, um, and, and I don't have a lot of answers other than different versions of team of the year depending on how you're going to do it. But we'll see how it shakes out, and uh, we'll keep up with that. If Randall's our guy to go to here over the next uh, year or two, or as long as he's on, we'll take Randall. He speaks well. I like well speakers on this show. Robin Lindar's coming up out of the break. Folks, if you didn't know already, Big Papa Smokers is the one-stop shop for anyone interested in barbecue, featuring a comprehensive selection of all-American-made grills, spices, sauces, accessories, Even a kit that gives you everything you need to make a world-class smoker out of a 55-gallon drum. Big Papa's made a name for itself by making an award-winning line of championship rubs and, in so doing, pretty much won everything ever in the competition scene. They've also banded together with Kello Fellow, California-based rub company, Simply Marvelous Barbecue, to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offense. Defying conventional wisdom, these two California-based rub makers have cornered the market on competitive barbecue. Begun to redefine the flavor profile that competitive cooks from across the country have begun to aim for. They've even recreated their own unique competitions, the King of the Smoker and the Guinea Pig. Guinea Pig, of course, is that cost-controlled event that helps bring newcomers into the world of competitive barbecue. Featuring prize distribution all the way down to 10th place in each category, That helps provide incentive to get new people in and keep the savvy vets coming back. They also have that BPS elite team that features 15 of the best teams in the country. They work together to promote camaraderie, competition barbecue, and benefiting children's charities across the U.S., and they've been able to do all of this with like six years of being in business. Are you kidding me? They turn the competition barbecue world on its head. They create their own unique competitions. They are also a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain, that being BJ's Restaurant brew house. And most importantly, they're benefiting children's charities across the U.S. Just the beginning for Big Papa Smokers. Still, got to have Sterling back on here shortly. He's always a fun cat to talk to. He's probably got some team of the year ideas we can pitch around. All right, Robin Lindar is coming up out of the break. As I mentioned, stick around. We'll be right back.
3: Ready to get on the air? Call 216-220-0966. Now, let's get back to the LeBron James and Barbecue Talk. Craig Rampy.
0: Hey, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Green Mountain Grills. Manufacturers are some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. If you're looking for a cooker that can house a lot of food, they got the large one. They also got medium. They also got small for, like, the tailgate stuff. You're completely covered when it comes to sizes for Green Mountain Grills. Check them out at GreenMountainGrills.com. I love my Green Mountain Grill. You could love your Green Mountain Grill as well if you would just go to the website. What can I tell you? All right, my next guest can be found here roughly once a month or so. a Memphis in May is coming up. We're going to be talking about that just a little bit, as well as some other items. Robin Lindar is joining me here on the show. Robin, how are you?
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Absolutely fabulous. Always appreciate the time, Robin. Uh, first of all, we how's, always the, have fun, don't we? how's that little grill master of yours coming along?
1: Um, He's doing great. He is very funny right now. The other day I asked him, um, Hunter, where's your cars? And he goes, no, say. And I was like, and then I realized he was speaking Spanish. Yeah, right.
0: You didn't know that was Spanish right off the bat?
1: No, I knew it. It just <laughs> caught me off guard because he was like, no, say, you know, and like his little baby talk. And I just wasn't expecting it. Wow. So he's doing great. He's doing great.
0: All right. So he's funny guy. May is fast approaching, literally. And yeah. what do we know about May Memphis in May? It is one of the biggest barbecue competitions during the course of a competition season. And it is unique in the fact that, it, you know, it is kind of its own freestanding situation. Uh, you yeah. know, the American Royal tied in with KCBS. The Jack, I guess, has kind of been a longstanding kind of independent. But there's a weird gray KCBS thing. Maybe it isn't is fully KCBS now, but. You know, a lot of them have type of sanctioning body, but NBN is a freestanding situation. You've been attending those and being kind of like a helper or part of another team, let's say that. And yeah. this yeah. year.
1: More of a participant, the if grill, you
0: will. Yeah, the grill girl has really stepped it up a notch or 10. And well, you're going to be competing in Memphis in May with your own team this year.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I, I have to really kind of say thanks to my dad because this has been like he's been super into it. So he was kind of behind it. And along with our friend, Patrick um, Hilson, who are, are people on the ground that are local and Arkansas, which would make it possible because I think coming from South Florida, it would just be too far. But, you know, I think uh, after being on a couple different teams and, and learning more about it, we just all kind of had the the itch to just go out and do our own and, and govern our own team and kind of control things from the ground up and see how we do, you know, and um, it's been really exciting. I mean, it's a ton of work and i have to thank um you know everyone's really chipped in um but especially i'd say patrick um if, and you may know patrick he was we were on two sauce to pork together and then down to smoke last year which mo case was on as well funny enough i was doing grilled pizza in the tent and now um mo is doing pe- grilled uh, barbecue pizza on little caesars now there's like it's just funny <laughs> is know? it
0: is it funny or is it funny
1: no it's it's funny
0: fun yeah of course funny fun wow um
1: yeah yeah uh, but so no it's really cool and our name is porkville justice league and if you look at our logo it looks like all these little barbecue superheroes and it's just a very cool diverse team um we have a lot of neat players and you know we actually got robert sierra to do our beef turn in so we've got like a really interesting mix of people we got robert sierra we got uh Antonio Chu, who owns a barbecue food truck in Memphis. Um, we have Doris who owns um, like a—it's called Cisco's Cisco's Kid. Um, she just opened a like a fried chicken, hot wing style recipe, uh, Excuse me, uh, restaurant in Memphis. So we just have a lot of really—I don't know. I think we have a lot of great talent. Um, we got some good sponsors. I actually got uh, Smithfield to sponsor us, which I was pretty stoked about. Nice,
0: nice. They love barbecue, man. They're all. They're really into Just
1: like um, was it Randy before was saying, they're getting very much involved, and um, actually, it worked out that they sponsored us on the barbecue side because I'm already doing some stuff with them on their marinated, uh, their marinated pork line. I'm like their marinated pork princess ambassador. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually, I did a, I did a Facebook Live today set with for them. So I'm, I might be a little brain dead. I've been talking a lot today. I'm just like, "Eh." but um. Yeah, so we're excited. It's really neat. I like you know. I think oh, and we got John Solberg to be on the team because he's my Instagram buddy, and it's just like a unique group of people that we're all coming together to pull our talents and see what it's all about, and um, you know, put a for effort and uh, see how we do.
0: All right. So first and foremost, shout out to Eddie Medley. Yeah. He's, he's a big fan of the show, and you know, he's a big fan of when we do our segments together, all that stuff um secondarily my
1: videographer tonight filming for me oh (laughs) my facebook
0: so secondarily to that you know you talk about robert sierra you talk about you know all the uh all the other guys and gals that you have on the team so when you're putting together the pork justice league of america or whatever the team name is like how are do you sketch out like who you think you want to get are people giving you recommendations like how do you put together a team in order to try and do your best at maybe winning this whole damn thing.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of funny, but I think a lot of it was my dad is that he's such a hardcore networker and he's on Facebook. Like, you know, he's like the mayor of barbecue. Uh, he's, he's just always talking to people. And then I also think that we, we've gotten to know people just all, all of us collectively. Um, you know, like John and I know each, uh, John Solberg, who you've had on your show who makes his own charcoal. And he's just like an all around cool cook and does really out of the box stuff, which I find very interesting. Um, you know, he and I know each other through Instagram. And so it, you know, and a lot of people are local to Memphis and, um, you know, that way. And then like a friend of my dad, which I think this will actually be awesome. Um, she's actually a trained chef and they used to work together and her husband's Jamaican. And so they make some really kick-ass Jamaican food and they're going to be cooking Jamaican at our tent. And I'm really stoked about it cause I love Jamaican food. And so anyway, we just, I think it's just, just networking and the barbecue community is like, it's so like kind of like a family anyway. Um, so a lot of different ways, but I do have to say my dad's been kind of like chief talent scouting officer just cause he's like he thinks about this team like night and day. It's like his, his dream. It's his baby. (laughs) And he wants to create this environment where Hunter can grow up competing and, you know, (laughs) like create like a family legacy, you know, which I think is cool. So, um, that's, that's kind of how it came to be.
0: Notoriously, Memphis is made very expensive to compete for a number of different reasons. So, yeah. You know, looking it at is. it just from a very high level, uh, and, and you have obviously you're going to be going up against people that have won Memphis and May multiple times. Chris Lilly's won it four times. Uh, yeah. Mark Lambert's won it. You have Meyer Mixon who's won it four times. I'm sure Melissa Cookson's probably going to show up out of the blue. She's won it like three times or whatever. A- amongst yeah. all the other great cooks. So, like, what are high level team goals? for you and, and the rest? Is it to go win at all costs? Is it just to show well and participate? Like, where where are you guys... Where is the yeah. benchmark for a successful Memphis in May first time in?
1: I think it would be to walk the stage for something. Something. Any category, I think, would make us happy. Uh, you know, one of the big categories would be nice. We're entering all of all of the categories, all the ancillary. Um, I know, like, uh, Antonio Chu plays number two for seafood last year. So um I think we and they just competed locally um at Tiger Lane. Um a lot of our guys on the ground in Memphis and did number four in ribs. So I feel like we've already got a good um like background in placing well. Um the woman and I'm drawing a blank now, but the woman who's doing our sauce place last year So I feel like we've already got a lot of talent assembled that have a history of at least placing. So getting our collective efforts, I think the goal would be to at least place in something, to walk the stage.
0: When you get to a certain, so let's say you get through the blind box, you know, oh, now you're going to have to do the on-site judging. And presentation is involved in the pomp and circumstance that either people thrive on or people extremely dislike. And that's why they don't do it or they get very uncomfortable. Is that going to be your wheelhouse? I mean, you're in sales like I'm in sales, so, you know, when the pressure's on, you make the pitch, you close the deal, or will that portion go to somebody else on the team?
1: God, you know, I haven't even thought, haven't about, thought that. about that. You oh. haven't thought about that? What the hell?
3: You know, May's in 2 weeks.
1: <laughs> wow, you
0: don't have a you don't I have sure a like a ringer coming out of the box. You know, you're going to have to present, what? right? What?
1: Oh yeah, I haven't even thought about it. Um, you, you were I drinking mean, it might a lot at all the other ones that right. may want to present it. Whoever cooked that category that they're, you know, for that. I don't know. Oh, um right. I don't know if they would pick me if to do it. Uh I I feel like there is, you know, whatever your category is, there is always the uh you know, what you're close to and Patrick's doing the shoulder, so um, we may have to discuss that, you know. Um yeah, I am a I am a sweet talker though. And if a if the padded bra or a push up bra <laughs> would help our chances, I would not be I mean, I could use the help <laughs> say, but, you know.
0: <laughs> wow. All right. Well I think you just increase attendance by a thousand percent. Here we go. Everybody's gonna be hanging out at Robin's tent. Um, all right, so point. Uh, let's it's
1: not a ton to work with, you know, but I'll work what I got. <laughs> bullet
0: point number one: Let's figure out about onsite judging for sure. Okay, L- like have that discussion tomorrow. Um, but yeah. outside of that, you know the situation that I always hear is: Do we really have a shot because we're not on TV? For instance, uh, Iowa Smoky D's uh, Pitmaster says yeah. Darren War says, you know, I'm not in the cool kids club. I don't really know if I have a shot at winning. This guy is easily considered to be like, if not the best, one of the best competition cooks ever in the history of competition cooks. And he doesn't think he's got the cool kid club card. So do you worry about that at all? That inevitably somebody that wins is going to be a television person and they have that uh, red light on mentality for that on-site judging?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that have been on TV that don't actually do that well. Uh, also, we had that conversation we were hanging out, right, that a lot of people who have been on TV actually aren't the always the stellar players on the competition circuit, but they are TV-worthy based on their personalities and the blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm not saying that, I mean, gosh, you're going to have Tuffy Stone there, you'll have Melissa Cookson, I mean, yeah, you'll have the big Certainly. Legion, Certainly. uh Mike Mills. But there's still always teams that place, and no one's heard of them except for outside of Memphis and May, you know, because they're they're in Mississippi or they're local that like who am I trying to think of that's uh, I'm having a break. I'm I'm drawing a blank. But there are a lot of teams that are are not on the circuit of pit masters and haven't been on chopped Grill masters and yada, yada, yada. So I think there's a little there's a little hype around that. Um, I think people want to go a lot of times because there's a lot of big personalities there, But I think a lot of people too, Part of it is just a lot of hard work, and then I think some of it is luck, because sometimes I think the judging is a crapshoot, too. Uh, so I think it's a lot of hard work and luck, and maybe a little luck thrown in.
0: Robin, we <laughs> attended uh, – we're going to pick this back up again uh, next time you're on, uh, at least okay. for like a, a, for sure. a lead-in lead-in or what would be a soon-after recap. Um, yeah. We attended the HPB Expo in Atlanta a handful of weeks ago. Was there like one or two things that you took out of that show that you think are either going to be like trendy now for the rest of the year or might trend next year because they're just kind of getting it introduced late? Like, what do you what did you take out of that?
1: Well, I felt like everybody there was making a Kamado. Kamado it's like uh, I remember. I don't know if you were standing. No, you weren't with me at the time. I saw Ray lampy and he's like god can there be any more fake green eggs in the building you know like everyone's making some kind of version of a kamado in fact, we went to get our picture taken and he's like no wait i need to be we had to like you know he wanted to position himself in front of the egg but it was hard because there were so many fake eggs <laughs> hanging around um i think the other trend was that everyone's also making a pellet smoker now Um, But it doesn't mean that they're any good, you know, like we all know that uh, Green Mountain Grills is the place for a pellet smoker. (laughs) And you like that plug?
0: I do. Were you surprised that there were that many, uh, I want to say ripoffs, but there were a lot of oddly potentially illegal manufacturers there that, you know, were getting served, take that cooker right off the floor type of situation. I mean, it's I found it to be pretty odd that they were just kind of in your face like that.
1: Yeah, and there, there, yeah, there were so many blatant knockoffs from like China, right? Like, remember we walked by that booth, and it was like a total knockoff of like the Weber Genesis, maybe a couple years model, you know, back. But I mean, exactly the same, almost. I mean, chances are most of Weber's uh, built or at least assembled in China. Who knows? But, uh, but you know, but still, like it was just crazy. How much knockoff was going on, um, and and there were so many high end grills too. I was just thinking to myself, who are they selling this price point to? But there must be a market for it because they're here, and it's not cheap to, you know, be in an expo, and it's not cheap to make these grills. Remember, we saw some; they were like twelve grand, and it was like half pellet smoker, half something else. Oh yeah, um, for a very unique individual that would want to buy that, you know? So, um, it was interesting, but yeah, I think the theme was, was knockoff, um, for both, uh, you know, uh, Kamados and then definitely pellet smokers are, are out there now. Um, you know, so yeah, that's, those are, and then a lot of electronics built into everything, which I'm a, I think I'm a fan. I think that's cool. Um, and I also saw like, like we said, a lot of very high price points that kind of surprised me, but, clearly people buy them. I guess people buy Lamborghinis. That's right. (laughs) They sure do.
0: Absolutely. Uh, We're talking with Robin Lindars. You can find her at grillgirl.com and she is gearing up for Memphis in May. We can't wait to see how that works out. So uh, if we don't talk to you prior, good luck. Otherwise, uh, we're definitely getting the recap after the fact in in the post-mortem. So uh, continued success, Robin, and thanks so much for coming on as always.
1: Thank you. And I'll be live tweeting and streaming and everything from Memphis in May. So if you guys want to See what, the, what it's like backstage. Definitely um, tune in. And yeah, i have a full recap. And we'll probably have to recruit you to the team next year, Greg, if all goes well.
0: Yeah, that probably won't happen. But I'm absolutely potentially available. But thank you very much.
1: Oh, there she is. Catch up. Thanks, everybody. All right,
0: you got it. There it is. Robin Lindars right there inviting me potentially to uh, next year's Memphis. I mean, oh, that's
3: very tough. All guests on the Barbecue Central show appear via the Smithfield hotline.
0: Yummy. I I don't know, man. Like, I'm just not a – like, I might go to cover, but I don't know if I'm going to go to compete. Like, I want to win. So, I'm not saying that Robin's team isn't going to win. Let me get that right out in the open. That sounded very snotty of me. Robin, no offense. All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about the longest-running sponsor of the show located in Warminster, Pennsylvania, the Barbecue Guru. So if you've been thinking about automatic pit temperature control devices for your cooker, stop here. This is the company that started it all. They created this technology. So don't buy from anybody else. Period. If you're not familiar with how they work, here you go. Some fans, some temperature control stuff. You set your pit temp and the guru maintains that pit temperature you set it at all the way through the cook because maybe you're busy working professional like me or Perhaps you're constantly on the run with kids and you don't have the time to set around and attend pit temperatures. This is where the guru helps you. CyberQ Wi Fi raging across marketplaces right now. Very popular. Can control up to two cookers at the same time, monitor multiple internal temperatures of meat, and most impressively, you can connect to it through any type of a smart device, computer, or netbook. And then you can check out your cooker right from there. You never have to get out of bed anymore. You don't even have to get out of bed to make temperature pit adjustments. If you're cooking too fast, you can ramp it down. If you're cooking too slow, you can ramp it up. Very easy. If you're in the market for a new cooker, of course, that new shotgun cooker that they just unveiled, that's going to be one you want to check out as well. Of course, works seamlessly with the barbecue pit temperature guru, or sorry, with the barbecue guru pit temperature control device. So here's what you do. Head on over to the website, bbqguru.com. Check out their products. If you have any questions about what to order, call them. Do not guess. Don't guess. Please don't. Save yourself the buyer's remorse or the guessing and call them. 800-288-GURU. 800-288-GURU. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. Again, the number 800-288-GURU or the website, bbqguru.com. The barbecue guru continues to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. That's right. I believe Bob and Big Mo were making new internet commercials recently. That is awesome afire. awesome-a-fire. awesome a fire. Alright, uh, we are back to wrap the first hour right after this. Stick around, I'll be right back.
3: Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show.
0: Hey, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com your number one source for quality wood pellets for all of your pellet-driven cookers. You can visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also purchase through Amazon.com. Download the Pellets app right to your phone. You'll be alerted with all the special shipping rates when they do happen. I believe they're the only pellet manufacturer right now that uh, has an app that you can put on their phone. Look at them, Chris Becker. You can also subscribe to twitch.tv. Or go to twitch.tv slash pellets, I believe. C-O-O-K-I-N. And uh, Chris goes live cooking there a few times a week, actually. Very, very cool to watch. Multiple cameras, that guy. Inside, outside, this angle, that angle. Very high tech. All right, thanks again to Robin Lindars for joining me this past segment talking about the lead-up to Memphis in May. We did find out that currently uh, there is no thought on who would be giving the on-site judging talk. Got to get that hammered out, Rob. I know nothing about competing. I know you need to have a closer in that booth in order to win. I think. Uh, pervs, push-up bras, and miniskirts will be on display in her booth. Memo to Pervs. Memo to purse All right. We're going to get ready for the second hour in which you will find one, Michael McDiarmid. You will also find a chance to win a pair of Snake River Farms Wagyu T-Bone steaks. 170 bucks worth of steak coming your way. Free shipping, too. I'm not even going to charge you for the shipping. Got a pair of those to give away and then another pair. So four in total, two winners. To each, we will do that in the 10:14 segment. After we get off the phone with Michael McDearm, we also have Anella Kelso coming up after that. Talk about the Snake River Farms brisket challenge. Locations to be announced here on this show around the 10:35 mark. All right, uh, we'll step away. Reload. And when we come back, we will have the second hour. Don't forget, you can subscribe to this show via iTunes and all the other podcasts whatnot, even email. If you go to my website, thebbqcentralshow.com, and then just click on any one of the episodes. Click on more when it tells you to subscribe, and it brings you to a whole subscription page. Google Play. iTunes. TuneIn, Email. It'll give you the feed, all that good stuff. Subscribe to the show. That way you never miss anything. You miss one, you miss a 15-minute segment here on this show, you can always go back and get it. Podcast release, five minutes till the top of the new day. Figure out what time that is. All right. We step away. We'll be back with more of the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Stick around. Be right back.
1: From Cleveland, Ohio, and you're listening to Barbecue Central.
0: Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing! We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me! Fine, how
2: you doing? You have a great show, I'm a big fan.
0: Boing.
5: So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead. He's in the in the crackle. Charbonneau! it's all
0: about the Charbonneau, dude. Succulent fish. What?
2: He ate 50 for wiener. Well, so listen, Labrinius,
0: shake the face.
5: I'm shaking like a dog shit PC. <laughs>
2: we have top men working on it right
5: now. Top. <laughs> oh.
0: All right, just like that, we are into the second hour. Friends, welcome aboard and congratulations. You have found the Barbecue Central Show. This is a show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. It happens every Tuesday. We originate from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city, the barbecue capital of the North Coast, Cleveland, Ohio. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can do it by email you can also do it by phone call. Here's how you do that.
3: You can get in touch with the show by calling two one six two two zero zero nine six six. Email Greg at thebbqcentralshow dot com on the Twitter and Instagram it's at bbqcentralshow.
0: I do see barbecue food for you in the chat room, and I have to say that I have had no less than seven emails from randos saying, "Hey, have you?" And this is how the email sets up. Every single time, this is how the email sets up. Hey, Greg, big fan of the show, which, of course, may or may not be true. Have you ever thought about having any YouTubers on the show? Period. Signed. No names, please. There you go. And I always reply back. Did you have somebody in mind? Because I'm more than happy to reach out. Seven out of seven times. Different people, by the way, have that barbecue food for you on. He seems like a gas. And then I get out my pen and write back a note. Dear so-and-so, barbecue food for you really likes the recorded stuff, not the live stuff. (laughs) Or he really likes to try and win stuff. So. There you go. However, if Kinger changes his mind and he wants to come on for a segment, he knows he's more than welcome, but would love to have him on the show. And if you don't watch him on YouTube, you should check him out. Barbecue Food for You. His handle there in the chat room is what you can find him at on, or on uh, YouTube. He makes that YouTube money. He's rich. He doesn't do my show because he's already rich. doesn't matter, right? Hey, folks, the National Pro Barbecue Tour presented by Sam's Club rolled into Fort Collins, Colorado this past weekend. This was the last local qualifier that sends six teams to this coming weekend's first regional qualifier in Las Vegas, Nevada. Those teams moving on are, and in particular order, the reigning. Pro National Barbecue Tour Champion. Now local qualifying GC heading into the regional Las Vegas, Nevada this weekend. I am, of course, talking about Darren and Sherry Worth of Iowa Smoky D. With a 692.48, let's call it 692.5 just because we're rounding up for fun. Uh, second place, Smokin' Boxers Barbecue, 680. And a half. Wow. Third place, Burning Bob's Butts and Bones. Fourth place, BS BBQ Outlaws. Fifth place, Smoking Hot Jays. Fifth place, La Pasedita. Is that right? La Pasedita. That's right. All of those six teams move on to this weekend's regional final. Ten of those teams this weekend will move on to the Bentonville final. That takes place on September 7th. So good luck to everybody that's going to be competing. Very exciting. Now, as I always love to do, take first place score, and a half. Second place score, 680.5. I'm no mathematician, as I was able to explain to you in the first hour, but quick math tells you that Darren and Sherry Worth really put the beat down on the rest of the field The point separation between 1 and 2. Between 1 and 2 was 12 points. Uh 12 points. Remember, if you're a fan of the show and we go over these scores, there's times week in and week out that 1 and 2 are separating by a point or two or way less than that. Between 1 and 6... Oh, boy, that's, that is serious math right there. Almost 20, 18 points. 18 points, wow. They came and showed out in Fort Collins, Colorado, in the high air, thin air. I guess the high air. Well, in Colorado, it's high air, everybody. Right? See what I did there? I made a pot joke. <laughs> Grass, weed, hippie lettuce, ganche, the burn. I got an email from Andy Rue, R-E-W. Hey, Greg, I got like eight people to vote for you to get into the Hall of Fame. Plus, I imagine most centralites also did the same thing. So if you don't get in this year, I think we should start an investigation into voter fraud and find out who's on the committee. I agree with you on that. I don't really. First of all, Andy, thank you for your support of me and you nominating me for consideration because I do want to pick apart that email just to make sure that everybody listening in podcast understands what my call to action was for. And that was for you to send in something for consideration of nomination. So I'm imagining, imagining that there's going to be a list of people that were nominated. And now there's going to be some type of a discussion as to, how these people are going to be classified whether it be celebrity journalist humanitarian whether it be business whether it be pitmaster those are the three current categories and then they're going to section the people that are on this list into those groups and then a debate will begin on this person should go in as this category and this person should be the one in this category and so on and so forth so that's what the run was. And it stopped on the 14th. So we're, you know, two weeks past at this point, or one week past almost. One week exactly, actually. No, not at all. It'll be one week on Thursday, I think. So the push was to get me into consideration, to have my name show up enough by however many different people, to have me be part of a conversation. And on the very off chance that I get in this year, not that that I expect to get in any year, but I'm just indulge the story, if you will, that if I get in this year, that I will be able to work from the inside at this point and see if I can't get these designations or these categories removed and see if we can't have a huge year of like 100 or 500 people going into a Hall of Fame and building a broad base. And then being able to say, okay, going forward, every year we're going to have five people go in. And it's not going to have anything to do about categories. Some years it might all be this or it might be a mix of this and that or whatever, but we're going to have names to pick from. We will talk about who's eligible. We'll have to have an eligibility rule. And then we'll go from there. But the way it is set up now is a little in the dark. I have emails out to top people at the American Royal to come on this show and talk about this committee and who's on this committee and what kind of conversations are going to be had or have been had in recent years about how people are getting in and what those conversations are like. They should be more than happy to come on this show and talk about it. There should be nothing to hide. And that's why we did the it's not because I want to get into the Hall of Fame. That's like saying I'm doing the podcast for money. I don't do this for money and I don't do it to get into the Hall of fame because I like it. I like doing the show every week. I like doing it for you. I like doing it for the live listeners. I like doing it for the podcasters. I like doing the if nobody listened to the show, I would be doing the show because I like doing it. But that's what the idea was behind this year. And if I don't get in this year, you can bet your sweet ass about a year from now, we're going to be doing the same grassroots move. Who's with me? 2018, here we go. So thank you, Andy Rue, for that email. And getting at least eight of your other friends uh, to cast my name into consideration. Thank you. I appreciate it and if, and i'm t- if i can you imagine if if i am going to be inducted into the hall of fame can you imagine the speech that will end all speeches folks the chops power injector system is the nbbqa 2015 2016 2017 barbecue tool of the year 3 years in a row how great is this product it's gotta be really great because it's been the best barbecue tool voted three years in a row by people that know barbecue. The NBBQA. The number one seller continues to be the half gallon chops power injector system designed for the competition guy or gal or a backyard warrior like me. Easy to use, clean to fill it, pump it, and away you go. If you have one brisket or pork shoulder to do, you don't need to fill it all the way up. Put in what you need, it uses it all. Comes with a bunch of stuff. You pay 100 bucks. you pay the shipping. The one-gallon Chops power injector system, designed for catering and bigger jobs. It holds double the amount of the half-gallon, obviously. Some use it in competitions, like MBN Whole Hog, or maybe you're doing 10 shoulders trying to find a perfect one. This one also comes with the same a lot of stuff as the half-gallon. This one's 120 bucks. You also pay the shipping. And then you have the Chops full-power injector system. It's electric and is the commercial and competition big daddy. Not a holding tank this time like the other two, but a three-and-a-half-foot pickup tube. You can put in any size container from a few ounces to a 55-gallon drum. It was designed for Chef Rob at the best barbecue restaurant in Kansas City, and he has said time and time again, time and time again, his briskets are better than ever since he's used them. You get a whole bunch of stuff with this one at $325, plus you pay shipping also. The top pitmasters in the world use it. You should use it. Here's the deal. We live in a foodie world. You got to have flavor in every bite. This is how you do it and do it fast. It's not just for meat. You can inject alcohol into fruit or you can inject alcohol into meat. If you, I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be just about. It. Extra accessories. You want them, they got them. You want to shoot medium ground spices They get you covered for that. They also have a great upgrade you can buy to make your chops injector bulletproof. Metal needle adapters. How about that? Go to BarbecueKansasCity.com. That's B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E, BarbecueKansasCity.com. CHOP's power injector system gives your barbecue some power. Matt Boer, shout out to Central Lights for the regulars. If I get in, absolutely. Absolutely. If you voted, if you filled out the form for me to get nominated for consideration and I get in, and you're a regular centralite, you will get you will get mentioned. Reward. Alright, we're back right after. This.
3: The only show giving you a monthly visit from a doctor of barbecue. A man actually named Meathead. The author of a barbecue bible. Bloggers, reviewers, competitors, and manufacturers by the dozens. It's the barbecue central show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampy. All right, this portion of the show being brought to you by Unknown Smoker
0: Accessories. Purveyors of made-in-the-USA stainless steel barbecue and smoker lid hinges, barbecue accessory hangers, rocket-hot chimney grillers, heavy-duty aluminum foil dispensers. Fine products from Unknown Smoker Accessories keeps your gear where it needs to be at arm's length, ready for battle. By the way, Rocket Hot Chimney Grillers also available for sale at BigPapaSmokers.com. That's uh, BigPapaSmokers.com. As I've said before, showing that uh, you know teamwork and comp, uh, or, or uh, partnership is also not a bad thing when it comes to doing all this barbecue and grilling stuff. So unknownbbq.com slash shop. That's unknownbbq.com slash shop. What am I doing here? What am I doing? Call. What? Now I don't know. Is this going to be Michael? Got some other guy, too, on the phone. This is weird. Bizarre. All right, let's go to the phone. Enough small talk. McDee's on the line. McD. Oh, Lord. McD. You there? Uh, guess what? I am now. I can hear you. All right. I can hear you. Are you calling me on another line? No. No? All right. All right. Dump that person. He's out of here. Or she, I, I don't know. I just see a number, so it could be a he or she. All right, uh, Michael McDermott is here. The Hall
5: of Fame calling.
0: Oh, I don't f- <laughs> trust me. It is not the Hall of Fame calling. You know as well as I do. That's not uh, that's not the case. But thanks for the sentiment, um, Michael. We have the first regional. If you can believe it, we have the first regional final coming up this weekend in Las Vegas. The Pro National Barbecue Tour presented by Sam's Club by your into your fourth season here as tour director. Uh, As you've seen, that first round of locals kind of come and go, and we're leading into that first regional, as I just mentioned in Vegas. uh, How are you seeing that first part of the season unfold? And has there been any surprises or out of the blues, or you know, some of the things that you're seeing weekend in, weekend out there on the Sam's Tour?
5: You know what I love about the West Coast Tour, and I really do feel like it's a West Coast swing coming through uh, all the way up from from uh, Arizona, then you hit you're hitting Nevada. And then up into the Pacific Northwest with Renton, Washington. And then we come back to the mountains. The different flavor profiles and the different techniques and types of smokers they're using in each region are really interesting. I mean, you go up into the Pacific Northwest and the humidity and, and the things that are always around with the rain in the Seattle area, you know, that that's got more moisture in the air and, and uh, you know, of course down in the desert southwest you can get away with a little bit, but you're concerned about wind, you know, there's different techniques and different experiences there when you get going through these cooks and haven't done it for a few years. Um, you know, I've gotten to see the, the different areas of the country and it really does folks adapt and, and true pit masters at work having to battle the elements. Um, when you've got 40 mile an hour winds at five thirty in the morning, and then we start with rain, that was salt Lake city. And you know, the, the, salt lake city event was actually uh, quite wet this year then we've got to um, fort collins which the previous years were snow and rain and this year was sunny in mid 70s so it was gorgeous so and but you've got altitude in fort collins mm-hmm. so cooks are taken into effect into account thinking okay how far above sea level am i and what's the boiling point going to be and is my brisket really going to have to go up to Uh, just 203, or am I going to push it on through and try and get to the 208 that I usually do in in a normal contest, say, uh, in Tennessee? So a lot of different things that that these pitmasters are taking into account, and I think it's going to be a very interesting Las Vegas event.
0: Do you find that there is any type of... uh... Difference in flavor profiles as you go into a Pacific Northwest or if you're down in the, the desert Southwest or if you're into that Colorado area or is, is a profile pretty much similar no matter what region you're in at this point?
5: I think you'll find, depending on the stop you're in, um, you know, there's cabinet smokers, there's there's Jambos and there's there's um, Weber Smoky Mountains, whatever you want to uh, call want to look at and of course drums but i think when you look at say up towards the northwest there might be because of the moisture content in the air there might be a little bit more smoke adhering um than say down in the desert but it's also your palates are going to be different because the you're dried out more down in the desert as a judge does that make sense
0: yeah absolutely
5: um, So. You know, as far as as far as the flavor profiles, I think sometimes you got to come a little stronger, or think about maybe just a little bit more salt, or or how you're reverse engineering what layers you're going to add, and what you want the judge to have on their tongue first.
0: Michael McNearman joining me here on the show, uh, talking a little Sam's Club as we run up to the first regional final that'll be taking place in Las Vegas, Nevada this weekend. You know, there's going to be 30 top teams uh, that have been able to qualify. You're taking the six top six out of the. Local events and then dumping those new 30 into the regional. 10 will move on to the Bentonville final after that in September. When you look at the 30 teams that are going to be contending for this weekend, I think it is very easy, Michael, and I'm sure you'll agree that everybody's going to want to hold Iowa Smokey D's off to the side here and say prohibitive favorite to no doubt finish top six or I'm sorry, top 10 to move on to the final, but probably a really good heavy favorite to win this thing. They won by 12 points. Last week, between you know the twelve point drop between one and two was absolutely huge. They're the current case or the current uh, Pro National Barbecue Tour presented by Sam Club champions. They've been to every finals uh, that has ever been when it's been Sam's Club or when it's been the the Pro National Barbecue Tour. So uh, this is a team that has always been a great competition team, but over the last handful of years, somehow has really stepped it up another notch.
5: Yeah. And great people too. And that's what I love about the sport is you look at the people and it's just warm hearted shirt off your back type. I, I, frankly, last year, there was a team that came in late and, and Darren may not, um, necessarily go around spreading this story, but I will, because I think he's a great guy for doing this type of thing. Um, he, he made sure the team coming in that was driving all night to get there from the West, uh, Western regional, um, (laughs) He got them all their meats for them, had it ready for them. I mean, just just fantastic, warm, giving person. Um, but yeah, as far as competition wise, I'm sure since we're in Vegas, odds-on favorite <laughs> would be uh, would be to look sort of in Iowa Smokey D's. The odds would be good.
0: Do you think the teams are coming in in a hope to be a top ten finisher, or do you believe that all these teams at this point now, uh, and maybe it's the same mindset in the locals but in the regional you're coming to win uh not just get a top 10 to move on to Bentonville.
5: 10,000 dollar contest at the local is a good amount of money uh for a contest. Then we move on to the regional at 20 grand. It's no chump change. Yep. We're ready to they're coming and bringing their best. They want to have a great day and they they're not playing for 10th. They want first. Um you know I I don't hesitate to say that uh every team would would go after the grand championship and then do they settle, and are they happy in 10th? Absolutely, because they get to go to the richest payday in barbecue for $150,000 and in Bentonville, Arkansas. The National Pro Barbecue Tour, granted, it's Sam's Club. It's in Bentonville, but uh, it's got a lot of other sponsors in there, too, that, that help us get along the way, and, and those folks have, will be there in, in um, Bentonville as well.
0: If people are gonna... We're going to
5: have some, actually, in Las Vegas, too. Now, we'll have... Um, uh, Cargill, Smithfield, as well as New Zealand Lamb that'll be sampling in Vegas.
0: If you're going to be around Vegas for you know whatever reason, if it wasn't specifically to, to come there for the barbecue contest, uh, what can a person that, that might be kind of tooling around be able to expect? And is it is it a spectator-friendly event?
5: The regionals have a little bit more activity going on. Of course, you've got your contest going on, and these these folks are going to be hard at it. Uh, To see some of the best pitmasters in action is always a treat, and I'm lucky enough to do it week in and week out. But if you're in the Vegas area, definitely come out to the Sam's Club on Serene, and uh, you'll be able to see some of the greatest pitmasters working. Smithfield has got a local pitmaster cooking up some rib samples for you. And then also, too, you'll have some um, samples from New Zealand lamb, which is always a treat to me. I usually wind up gnawing on one of those bones off in a corner somewhere. But then uh, also Cargill will be producing some great beef. So inside the club will be some samples, but also outside the club. So it's a just come and and uh, with an appetite, and then also with a notepad so you can write down some some shig and some notes and some some
0: tricks. Michael McDearman is the national uh, the National Pro Barbecue Tour director uh, presented by Sam's Club and uh, a host of the other sponsors that he had just mentioned. And the first regional final will be taking place. This weekend in Las Vegas, Nevada. Very excited to see how it shakes out, as I'm sure you are, Michael. And always appreciate the time here, man.
5: Anytime, Greg. Thanks for having me.
0: That's him. Michael McDear McDean. Helping me out here. Appreciate that. So, good luck to everybody that's going to be competing in the National Pro Barbecue Tour first regional final. And again, that's uh, the top six teams. No, that's the top 10 teams that will be competing. Okay, let's try it again. The top 10 teams, finish-wise, will move on to the Bentonville, Arkansas final event. All right. All right, now, as promised, your opportunity to win a pair of two-pound T-bone Wagyu Snake River Farms steaks right now. Here we go. Call in. As a matter of fact, this is how you call in.
3: You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email greg at com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQ Central bbqcentralshow.
0: I didn't think there was going to be any shortage of calls trying to get in tonight. Uh, 414, name and where you're calling from.
3: Tim from Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
0: All right, Tim. Are you ready to play a game for your chance to win? Uh, what would be in total four pounds of Wagyu T-bone beef for the exact sum of zero dollars and zero cents after shipping? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right. Do you want to play athlete or porn star, cheese or font, or winery or rehab? Let's do athlete. Athlete or porn star? It's always the favorite game. Got to get three out of five correct here, Tim. Here we go. The first name is Misty Rain. Athlete or porn star? Misty Rain. Definite porn star. Definite. <laughs> Definite porn star. All right. Lock you in. You seem very confident with that answer, Tim. Misty Rain, indeed, porn star. All right. Tim on his porn. Good job, Tim. Here we go. Tell me, Tim, is Juliet Cantalupi a porn star or athlete? One more time with her name Julietta Cantalupi. I uh, can't say I've ever heard it. So I'm going to have to say uh, athlete. All right. Lock you in on athlete. Julieta Cantalupi, athlete. Look at you. She's a gymnast, by the way. She might as well be Hi. a porn star. Just kidding. All right, here we go. Last one for you to win. Well, you have many other chances, but this is, you get this one and you win. Tell me, is Ivana Mandic porn star or athlete?
3: Boy, that sounds
0: too much irony in that last name, but I'm gonna have to go athlete. All right. Think I'm going with the funny name for porn? Making it an athlete. Final answer? Yep. All right. Let's see what happens. For two, two two-pound steaks from Snake River Farms. (laughs) You're right. She's an athlete. Perfect. You are some kind of player, Tim, I must say. So here's what you do. Send me your shipping info, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. And I will run that over to Anella Kelso, and you will have in your midst two two two-pound T-bone Wagyu from SnakeRiverFarms.com. How about that?
2: Outstanding,
0: thanks. You got Snake River Farms and Greg. You got. Oh, sorry about that. I just hung up on somebody. All right, Tim. Thanks for playing. Uh, Whoever was just calling—I mean, there's multiple people calling right now, of course. But what can I tell you? Let's see. Oh, all right. Well, just cleared the phone line, so now we can keep going. Kinger hates these games, by the way, because he, he never gets them right. Of course. All right, uh, who's on the line? Chris. Chris. How are you tonight, Chris?
3: I'm doing great. Hit him with the high.
0: Hit him We're with the high. Here we go. Love hit him with the high. Hit him with the high. All right, you want to play athlete or porn star, Chris? Uh, Athlete. All right, wow, everybody's not with the athlete or porn star. Sorry, cheese and wine. Remember, you got to get three out of five here. Here we go. Okay. All right, Chris, tell me, is Sarah Vandella an athlete or porn star? Athlete. Sarah Vandella. Athlete. lock you in. Sarah Vandella, indeed. Porn star. Ooh. Sorry about that. Ouch. Gotta know your porn stars. All right, that here we go. Up on that. Next one is Riley Steele, an athlete or porn star. Riley Steele.
5: My heart says porn star, but I'm going to guess
0: athlete. All right. Let's see here. Lock you in on athlete. Riley Steele, indeed. Porn star. Oh, jeez. Oh, now you're going to get the next three right here, Chris, in order to win the stakes. Here we go. Is... Candy Maldonado. A porn star oh, or an athlete. Okay. He used to play for the brew crew. He's a he's a uh, athlete. All right. Athlete it is. Lock you in on athlete. Candy Maldonado is indeed an athlete.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Alright. He actually played for the Cleveland Indians too, but I think right. All right, Chris. Got to get the next two. Here we go. Tell me is... Hmm. Got to pick one. Is Lars Boom athlete or Pornstone? Lars Boom. Let's go athlete. All right. Athlete. Lock you in. Lars Boom. Indeed. Athlete. Very good. Very good. All right. It's all coming down to this one now, Chris. Oh, it's very exciting. Roll the Are you excited? Roll the marble. Right. You betcha. Whoop, whoop. Here we go. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> uh, Chris, tell me, is Karen Cockburn an athlete or porn star? say the name again Karen Cockburn That's an
5: athlete
0: am I being tricky am I not being tricky athlete final answer yeah, final answer all right for two two pound snake river farm Wagyu T-bone Karen Cockburn athlete Babay <laughs> Baba boy, baba boy! <laughs> All right, Chris, so uh, just like Tim before you, send me your shipping info, Greg, at TheBBQCentralShow.com, and uh, we'll get the steaks out to you here shortly. Awesome. Thanks, Rumpy. I really appreciate it. And uh, as they say in France, uh Baba buoy to y'all. <laughs> Thanks very whoop, much. Whoop, hit whoop, him with whoop, the That's right. Here we go. All right, there we go. Hit him with the height. Look at Chris. All right, that's it. Steak's over, baby. And perfect timing, I might add. All right, Anella. I'll be sending you over Chris and Tim's shipping addresses after the show. You get ready to get on this show. 906. Was that who I was just talking to? 906? Yeah, I guess. That's fun. That game's fun. That game's fun. The bad news is there's only cheese or font or winery and rehab left because we won or we've used all the porns and the athletes. All right, folks, if you are like me, you want to step up the barbecue and grilling game, here's an easy way to do it. Head on over to ButcherBBQ.com. That's right. We all know Butcher's well-known for the injections. We all know Butcher's well-known for the barbecue sauce. We all know Butcher's well-known for the rugs. All of the rugs. Now... Perhaps you're looking for a few new products. Well, have I got something to tell you about. If you are a little dim-witted, if you don't understand the very simple instructions on how to make an injection, mixing powder and some type of liquid, if you can't fathom how to do that, Dave Bosca has thought of you and now, in the pork and the beef, you have already made injection in a bottle ready to use. Go to ButcherBBQ.com, get the bottles that are already pre-made. You have zero thinking to do. He's taken the stupid right out of it. In fact, stupid people encourage to buy because you can't mess it up. As long as you have an injector, all you need to do... Let me tell you this, if you have a CHOPS power injector system... You can unscrew the top, and you can buy a case of the pre-made injections and dump them all in there, then pump up the CPI, and you're off and running. You can use two sponsors in one. How about that? Dave has taken extreme guesswork out of it. You can't screw it up. Buy the already mixed injection in a bottle. It's injection in a bottle for pork and for beef. And while you're there, after you buy all the rubs and the sauces as well, I might... Recommend. Grilling oil. Oh, it's so divine. Shelf stable. Sits right out there on top of the oven or the stove or the countertop. You can take it out to the grill with you. It doesn't need to be refrigerated. Don't worry about it. It's great. There's butter flavor, which is one of my personal favorites. There's also steakhouse. There's also Chipotle. Hook up with it. You're going to be happy. ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Anella Kelso joins me here out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back.
3: Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back.
0: Uh, Let me get to my number. The biggest name in pork, bringing you great opportunities this barbecue season. Get smoking with Smithfield and their Committed Cooks program. Go to this website to learn more about it or to sign up. Smokin, S-M-O-K-I-N, SmokinWithSmithfield.com. I think for 20 bucks they send you back like a hundred dollars or more worth of stuff so return on investment is substantial we'll see how it goes the rest of the year but smoking with all right joining me now as promised is the face of snake river farms at least uh, for us competition and backyard types they will be continuing the snake river farms brisket challenge this year locations to be announced here during this segment we just gave away 758,000 pounds of T-Bone Wagyu steak Thanks to her and Snake River Farms Anella Kelso joining me here on the show Anella, how are you?
4: I'm doing fantastic, thanks
0: Well, and thank you for the giveaway That's always fun and exciting, isn't it?
4: Everyone always loves free stuff So we just like to make people happy
0: You know, I don't know if you knew it or not But rule number three of this show If you didn't know If it's free, it's me That's right That's right I have that tattooed on me somewhere, I think.
4: (laughs) We know how to keep people happy.
0: might be on my back. Yeah, so uh, we certainly appreciate the giveaways that you do every time you're here on the show. Or even when you're not on the show, you're always giving away stuff. So we certainly appreciate that here. Um, Let's go ahead and kind of dive right into it and talk about the Snake River Farms Brisket Challenge. And before we announce locations for this season... Uh, Back it out and kind of give me that uh, weeds explanation of what it is, uh, how you qualify, how you can win, what you get, all that good stuff.
4: So we started the challenge, and we didn't even know it was really a challenge when we first started it. This is our fourth year um, doing it. The first year we did it, it was one contest in California. It was kind of my first year in barbecue, and um, went out to California and kind of did this challenge, and we were like, God, if we could just say, hey... If you cook Snake River Farms briskets um, and you win, we want to give back to you. And so I think um, Vicious Smoke, I think Steve Aguilar was the first person to uh, win a challenge. And then the next year it just kind of grew, and the next year it kind of grew, and the next year it kind of so this year it's grown. So we went from one contest to two contests to four contests to I think this year we're doing seven uh, wow. Six or seven contests, and so uh, we essentially go out. We come out to these contests, and we we kind of email everybody before and let them know that we're coming out and this is what we're doing, and give people the chance to get SRF briskets if they're not you know used to cooking them or if they are, and if you cook an SRF brisket and you win the brisket category, we put up an extra thousand dollars, and we give a custom. SRF Gateway Drum Smoker, so it's it's two thousand dollar plus prize package, and the only way you can get those SRF Drum Smokers is to win them at a challenge. And I think to date, I've only ever seen one that someone actually uses. They're kind of considered trophies, and so uh, you know, Darren has one. Travis has, I think, two. Um, yeah. Scott Rodriguez out in California, he actually uses his. I saw him using his on facebook a couple weeks ago and then what we do for the gc is if the gc cooks um srf and they when they win gc then we give them their choice of two briskets we at first always kind of said oh you get gold grade briskets but some people like the black briskets better than gold briskets so we just give them their choice um and hook them up with a couple briskets and so that's kind of what we do. And we kind of try, we've tried the last few years to expand and to go to more parts of the country. And, you know, the Northeast is, um, East Coast and Northeast has always said, hey, you never come up here. So surprise, we're going up there this year. Uh, we're Going down South, we're going West Coast. We're kind of going a little bit of everywhere this year. So it do should you, be exciting.
0: Do you need or do you decide what contest you want to go to, then you have to get in contact with the organizer and say, is it all right if we set up something like this, or do you just kind of show up guerrilla warfare? What's the deal there?
4: So we kind of, um, I'm kind of the queen of guerrilla marketing. If you've <laughs> ever seen me at the American Royal, you know, or almost any event I go to, I show up with like a little red wagon and I load it up with swag. It's my, my wagon and I cruise all through the event, and I see people, and it's kind of what we do, but we've kind of gotten a little more professional. Um, We actually had an application process this year, so uh, we put that out there, and promoters were able to go out and give us their information. Um, The first time it started, you know, when we very first started this, it was just kind of by word of mouth. It was, hey, you know, I know know a lot of teams, and so the teams were like, hey, you should really talk to these promoters, because this is a really great contest. And when I look, um, I don't just look at the stats of the event. uh, We look at a lot of things, and truthfully, I talk to a lot of teams and I find out what events they like to be at. Um, And, you know, Travis spoke earlier tonight on Chad's show about uh, the Green Bay uh, Masters in May Mm -hmm. and the Green Bay contest. They do such an amazing job. And, you know, those are the contests that teams want to go to. And so those are the contests we want to help out and we want to be a part of as well. So now we've got a little more professional. We, you know, we bring the big checks, we have signage, um, you know, we reach out to all the teams and offer them, um, you know, a promotion so that they can, you know, buy the brisket to get into the contest. And so those are the kind of things that we do going out. And then, yeah, then we hang out all weekend and, visit with everybody. We get involved. We do, um, like if you have a kids queue at your event, we're more than happy to, to, you know, put up product for kids queue. Uh, we're doing a couple of SCA events that are incorporated with the, with the S with SRF challenge events, as well as additional events that we're doing SCA events for this year. So we're just, you know, we're just kind of cruising, trying to be out there and be involved, give back to the folks who, you know, take care of us.
0: Anella Kelso joining me here on the show. SnakeRiverFarms.com is the website if you want to check it out. If you've never been over there, uh, prepare to salivate, of course. But um, here's the question that I want to ask you. If you've never cooked a Snake River Farms brisket before, if you've been, you know, maybe Prime, or maybe you're just, you know, the guy that goes to BJ's or Sam's Club and just kind of buys whatever's on the rack, in your estimation or from what you hear from other pitmasters, what's the biggest difference if you're going to cook a Snake River Farms Wagyu beef brisket versus something you might be used to cooking otherwise. Uh,
4: some people say that they cook a little quicker. Um, I would probably put that question out to the you know the pitmasters who are out there, the folks that are in your chat room and stuff. They um, you know they cook them day in and day out. That's all I've ever cooked. I've never i've I've cooked one choice brisket ever, but I always cook Wagyu. I think that you know the biggest thing is is knowing that that internal marbling is just going to give you. A better, more consistent chance at at putting something in a box that's going to be awesome and stay awesome. Like you don't always know how long your box is going to sit, you know, before it's going to hit a judge's table and those kind of things. And and we just provide a really super consistent product that that sits well and eats well, and the next day makes really great brisket quesadillas and. So, I mean, that's, I think it's kind of up to your preference. I mean, I always kind of tell people when they ask, when they say, hey, I cook prime, what should I cook? You know, what should I start? What should I go black or gold? I always kind of say, you know, start with black, um, kind of see what you think. But a lot of people, you know, cook those golds and continually just do amazing with them. And I like to say we have the winningest brisket and barbecue. I think, I, think our, I think our numbers prove that.
0: Is it, a, is it just a, a grading thing between the black and the gold? Is there more marbling and, you know, more of the stuff you would expect to go from one level to the next?
4: Yeah, it's on the Japanese grading scale. So prime kind of fits at a four. It's a scale from one to 12. Prime fits at a four. Our black grade is between a five and a nine. Or our gold grade is between a nine and a 12.
0: That's pretty high stuff. Pretty pretty quality yeah. stuff, right?
4: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the best you can get.
0: Do you think that... Judges are becoming accustomed to, or I don't want to ever say expecting, but maybe expecting. Do you think that judges are are able to – okay, let me rephrase again. Do you think judges are able to tell between a perfectly cooked gold Snake River Farms brisket and a perfectly cooked any other brisket?
4: I think so, personally.
0: So here's my question, and this certainly isn't anything uh, – Negative uh, to you guys, but do you think that judges might be unknowingly becoming accustomed to looking for that when they're tasting, or do you think that it hasn't really approached that level yet?
4: Oh no, I think it's approached that level. I think it's mm-hmm. approaching that oh. level with with everything. Um, maybe not so much chicken, um, but I think that you know when you look at you look at the heritage breeds of pork, you look at you know people who are cooking Duroc, people that are cooking Berkshire. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's the flavor profile is just so different. It's no different than when you talk about our hams, you know, I mean, you, you've had our ham and, and, you know, you say it's like your special occasion ham at home. It's, you know, it's something, it's not something that you're going to go out every weekend when you're getting ready to, you know, buy ham to make ham sandwiches, but it's something that you're going to spend the extra on. And your family has now been trained to be like, nope, that's the one that we want. And so I think that that's where, you know, you look at, you know, people of the palates of, of folks that are, not just in competitive barbecue, but I think, you know, we've, we're becoming more of a foodie society.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: And, and so I think that people are expecting the, you know, you go to, you know, you go to restaurants such as Cheesecake Factory and you can, you can order the American Wagyu burger now. And, And so you've got, you've got this, you've got these folks that are saying, you know, no, we want better. And so do I think that it's, an unfair advantage, uh, I'm not going to say that because obviously I'm in the business of selling briskets. Right. And, you know, the more, I mean, I'll just say, I mean, I, you know, we had, we started a 180 club last year and um, we had uh, 75 entry, we had 61 entries and 75 perfect briskets last year.
0: 75? 75.
4: 75 perfect wow. briskets. Yeah.
0: That, that's a lot.
4: And, and so I think that, that, that speaks volumes to the consistency and the quality of the product that people
3: are cooking.
0: All right, so let's talk about locations. Where are we? Let me do this.
3: (laughs) Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update.
0: All right, this is Greg Rempe at the breaking news desk here in Cleveland, Ohio, getting ready to announce the 2017 Snake River Farm Brisket Challenge locations, and we throw it to Anella Kelso. Anella, are you there? I am here. Oh, good.
4: So we, um, we're super excited to, to announce where we're going to be. I'm super excited that, um, to say that we are not going to be at any event that we've ever been at before. Oh. Um, we are kind of stepping way out of our box this, this year. Um, the first contest we're going to be at is in May and is in Evans, Georgia. It's the Papa Joe's Banjo BQ. The second, uh, well, these are not some. Of them. We have a couple that are still outstanding, but these are the ones okay. we know for a fact we're going to be at. We're going to be at the uh, Sun Barbecue Fest at the Mohican Sun in Hartford, Connecticut, up in the northeast. There, nice. We are traveling back out to Wisconsin, and we're going to do the Death Store uh, doubleheader out there with uh, Tim and those guys out on Washington Island, which I've heard is just fantastic. I can't wait. I'm super excited for that one. We're going to be at the Big Brothers Big Sister River Fest in Decatur, Alabama, and this one might be a big shocker to everyone. We're going to be at the uh, Rock and Brews and Barbecue Festival in Boise, Idaho. Yep, that's right. Boise is doing. Uh, this is the second year for that contest, and we kind of figured it's it's in our hometown. We we have to support it. Yeah, right. And we're excited. We're excited to do that. And then apart from that, we have um, we have a couple of folks that are. Getting back to us and hadn't got back to us yet, and so we know that we're doing one in California. Uh, We don't know for sure exactly which contest it's going to be in California yet. Uh, It'll be later this summer, so we will be back out in California. That's where we started. We can't we can't skip we can't skip the left coast kids, and then um, we'll we're also looking. We also have a couple of folks in you know the center of the country
0: that we're talking to as well. So well represented, uh, backyard Idaho. Definitely a California situation. Uh, Alabama. Oh, it's not
4: a backyard in Idaho. Boise? It's not a backyard contest. It's a full contest.
0: No, no, no. Like backyard to you.
4: Oh, but it's in our backyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, yeah. We've got to support that one.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Alabama, Wisconsin, Connecticut, Georgia. I mean, literally all kind of bouncing around all over the place. Have you, uh, have you been to any of these places before? Not necessarily competitions, but like those states, or this is this all brand new for you as well? I
4: see stopped in Decatur to have lunch at Big Bob Gibson's on my way back from the Jack one year. Right, um, I've been to Unadilla in Georgia and, a, and Wisconsin. We did the um, Packers. We did the um, Lambeau Field event last year. So apart from, I mean, so I've kind of been in the States a little bit, but I've never, we've never come out to contests out there.
0: Well, the 2017 Snake River Farms Brisket Challenge is on. We've just announced uh, at least five, no less than five, dates that are confirmed and uh, competitions are confirmed. Uh, now, what can I say, man? I always appreciate you supporting the show and, and the giveaways and with your appearances and giving out these informational items to the centralites. Uh, continued success, and I can't wait till we talk again.
4: Anytime. We love being here.
0: Appreciate it. There she is. Fenella Kelsa. How about that? Five events on the docket. All
3: guests on the Barbecue Central Show appear via the Smithfield Hotline. man.
0: For the Snake River Farms Brisket Challenge. How about that? So if you use a Snake River Farms Brisket and you win, you get an extra $1,000 over and above anything else you might win. And you get a special Snake River Farms Gateway Drum Smoke. So right around $2,000 total prize purse just from Snake River Farms. How about that? Plus, Tim and Chris won free steak tonight by knowing their athletes and porn stars. Look at them. Plus, Chris is obviously a huge Howard Stern fan, which I am too. All right, Cookshack manufactures smoker ovens for barbecue lovers with any amount of experience, whether you barbecue in the backyard, on the competition circuit, Or in a five-star dining facility, Cook Shack has the unit that will do the job. And with a full line of barbecue sauces, spices, pellets, and wood chunks, it's the perfect one-stop shop. Cook Shack strives to be your barbecue resource center by offering cooking classes, online recipes, how-to videos, two blogs, smoke and grilling 101s, and a video cooking classroom. Check out their website, cookshack.com, or follow them on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, and Google+. Get advice or share your passion for barbecue on their world-class barbecue forum. Cookshack pellet-fired smokers are the choice of champions because they were designed by a champion, Ed Fast Eddie Martin. I gotta get him back on the show. Love it. The FEC 100 and the PG 1000 are always customer favorites. The PG 1000 can actually double as a smoker and a grill, low and slow or hot and fast. The Pellet Grill Line gives you the most for your money. Shack Residential Electric Smokers are the number one smoker in the industry. High quality means high durability and versatility. Anything you can cook in your oven, you can make in a Shack. Passion and dedication drives Cookshack's manufacturing with quality being the top priority. Get the best in barbecue since 1962. Call 800-423-0698. That's 800-423-0698. We are back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around, we'll be right back.
3: And thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best Triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Greg Rimpey.
0: All right, this portion of the show is being brought to you by the 2017 National Pro Barbecue Tour presented by Sam's Club, 31 cities, 500,000 in cash. Eternal bragging rights if you win the whole thing. This weekend, as we had discussed with McDee at the top of the hour here, the Pro Barbecue Tour rolls into Las Vegas, Nevada for the very first regional final. To get more info on the tour, register your team to compete or check results at any point, you can visit kcbs.us slash Sam's Tour. That's kcbs.us slash Sam's Tour. All right. Uh, for quick review state on the Snake River Farm Brisket Challenge, Evans, Georgia, uh, Connecticut is in, Decatur, Alabama is in, Wisconsin is in, and Boise, Idaho. Don't say Boise. They will laugh you right out of the stands there, buddy. It's Boise, just like it's spelled. Just like my last name, R-E-M-P-E, Rempe, not rempe There's no K in my name. My daddy didn't put a K in my name. Say it right, Rempy. It's not that Rempy. Say it that, and it's not like Ren and Stimpy. It's not like that.
3: Get that big stuff
0: out of here. So thanks to Anella for releasing the dates for the Snake River Farm Challenge. Once again, congratulations to Tim and Chris winning the pair. So four total, two pairs of two pound each T-bone Wagyu Snake River Farm steaks. Ooh. Somebody's going to be eating good here this coming weekend or the weekend after that or whatever it is. So thanks again to Anella for doing that. Appreciate it. Very good. All right, let's wrap it up all the way back in the first hour. We talked with Randall Bowman, deepsouthsmokers.com, also Kansas City Barbecue Society, kcbs.us. 935, we talked with Robin Lindars, the grill girl, grillgirl.com is her website. She's gearing up for Memphis in May Got her team together Working out some finer detail At this point So we'll either get a chat with her Right before that weekend's competition Or get the post-mortem after the fact That'll be exciting We wish Eddie Medlin and the rest of the team To include Robin High success, we'll see what happens Can you imagine if they pull off Grand Champion? Huh. That'll be a great story to recount then in the second hour, we talked with Michael McDearman, Sam's Club Tour Director, the uh, Pro National Pro Barbecue Tour, presented by Sam's Club Tour Director. And we ended it with Anela Kelso, snakeriverfarms.com. Big show planned next week, believe it or not, big show. We may, we, no names please, national volleyball team may or may not have qualified. E- For Nationals, we'll see about that. I'll tell you what I hope for next week, not this week. September eleventh, 2001, I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.